0: Welcome to the Military Biker Podcast. hey what's happening everybody stevie uh, the military biker welcome to the live stream uh today as you guys know uh we've got an, an absolute legend in the motor vlogging community an all-round top bloke uh, as we say in the uk uh what's it world record holder obviously biking uh legend within the community again uh let me bring him on the show it's been a long time coming let's get mr adam sandoval on the show
1: hello <laughs> hey what's going on man
0: how you doing mate thanks for uh, for coming on mate i really do appreciate it thank you for having me man i'm excited to be here no worries mate hopefully you can hear me okay and uh see me and all that sort of stuff you're coming through loud and clear so that's cool uh mate thank you again obviously you had a bit of uh issues yesterday uh but we uh, again thanks for rearranging for today i appreciate that mate and obviously all the guys who are in the side chat and watching absolutely appreciate that as well so thanks a lot man. I
1: apologize, man. It was uh, a little bit out of my control there yesterday. So don't like to let that happen. Uh, sorry, I missed you, but I'm glad we're connecting today.
0: No, get it, mate. Absolutely. Hey, shit happens, as you say. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, mate, uh, just a little bit of how the show is going to run, if that's OK. Obviously, I'll ask you uh, some questions and whatever. And there's a load, load of guys in the side chat who are itching to ask you some questions. Um, if that's OK with you, we'll get them on the show okay. later on uh, once we've gone through it, mate. So, you know, hopefully we've got you for a little okay. bit of time that doesn't hurt anything does it no mate does it not look <laughs> we're already going with that so we're good let me say cheers anyway to you mate and to everybody watching chin chin all right so mate just for those who uh, don't know who you are because obviously we're streaming uh, around the world right now uk australia etc cetera, etc cetera, uh, would you mind just telling us about you mate and your background and stuff like that if that's okay
1: sure sure uh so my name is adam sandoval and um i like to ride motorcycles man i uh I have a a YouTube channel that really uh, is about my life and uh, all my passions and and things going on, but it really is surrounded mainly by travel and charity. Those are my two uh, biggest passions. So uh, we do all different types of motorcycle travel to best roads and um, destinations, national parks, restaurants, bars, rallies, all that kind of thing. And um, we always try to find a way to give back to our veterans in the
0: process. And I personally appreciate that, mate, because I'm a serving British soldier, obviously not an uh, American soldier. But, you know, I've fought alongside your guys for the last 24 years. And, you know, it's been it's been a, an experience, shall we say. So I personally appreciate everything you do, mate, for the vets in the States. I, I think it's fantastic, especially, uh, you know, with the, the bikes that you've given away in the past, the the road trips that you do with the veterans and especially with the campground, mate, the, the Carriva. Uh, obviously, your know, veterans stay free. Is that that's correct? Isn't it? It's correct. Yes, sir. Yeah, and you've got a, a special cabin as well if, if the, the guys with disabilities are, and stuff like that as well, though.
1: Eh? Yeah, we're just finishing it. It should be done. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It should be done here. I'm hoping this week, um, this upcoming week, but yeah, it is uh, fully set up for disabled veterans. If you're missing limbs, if you're stuck to a chair, um, any type of uh, major disability, it's set up to uh, give you as much freedom as you can possibly have.
0: That's fantastic, mate. That is really, really cool. There's not much of that in the UK, that's for sure. So, again, thanks for doing what you do uh, for the vets and the states, mate. <laughs> I'm a thankful
1: civilian, man. That's it. <laughs> for the brave women who go out there and, and uh, sacrifice. You know, I didn't make that sacrifice, so least I can
0: do is serve those who did. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, all right, let's get let's get into it, man. Let's get let's, I've got some questions uh, lined up. Obviously, I used the paper from work because why not? It's free. Um, so, you know, so let's get, let's get on, let's get some questions on the go. Uh, and then later on, we'll get the guys in who, who have been waiting patiently to ask you some questions as well. So, uh, all right, so mate, going back six years, six years or so, uh, I stumbled upon your channel, uh, when I arrived in Canada, um, it was just, it, it you know, it appeared on, on YouTube and I was like, oh, who's this guy? So, so check you out, mate. And at that point you were on your road trip, uh, across the States to every single Harley Davidson dealership. Um, so I just want to ask you how the hell, you've probably been asked this a thousand times over, but what made you do that and why, you know, visit every single Harley-Davidson? How did you come up with the plan for that and why?
1: You know, um, it's a, this, is a, this is a long story, but <laughs> I'll give you the short version. Um, I did write a book that gives the nitty gritty details, but yeah. the short is, um, I, it was an idea I had, it was pill talk with an ex-wife Um, her and I had a really nasty divorce and, um, you know, I thought, you know, I've got an opportunity to now do and chase whatever it is that I feel in my heart. And, um, you know, I was in my, I was in my mid thirties, mid to late thirties. And I, uh, really regretted never serving in the military. So I wanted to find a way to give back to those who served. And, uh, my passion was riding motorcycles and, uh, I rode with my dog scooter and um you know so i had kind of come up with this idea that i'd like to be the first person to ride to every harley davidson dealership in the country uh one single trip leave home don't come back live on the road until you've hit them all and um you know with my newfound freedom and uh you know heartbreak and other things as well and and like i said I details but but the, the short of it is is i took a bad situation and just tried to chase a dream to help veterans and it just turned into so much, even more than I ever ever dreamt myself.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I was like I stumbled across you when you were you were in the middle of doing that sort of thing, and or you may have been, you know, recording it and then putting it on, but you weren't actually doing it at the time. But um, I, I must admit, I mean, doing a couple of Harley Davidson dealerships in your own sort of state is a bit of a gruel. Uh, And to do it, mate, across the whole of the states, I mean, how many, (laughs) that's crazy. As you know, the American uh, country is huge. So how many actual dealerships did you visit? But just for the guys Uh, that don't know.
1: Sure. Uh, In the year I finished, it was all of them. Uh, Well, actually, the year I finished, I think there was only 700 left, but I hit 702. Two of them had closed after I hit them. Wow. So (laughs) 702 different locations across America. It took me coast to coast like 14 times.
0: 14 times across the states, 14 times.
1: Nine North to south, nine.
0: Jeez. Well, that's that's an effort, mate. That is an absolute effort. Hopefully you had a good seat on the war horse. It is okay. the war horse, isn't it?
1: It is the war horse, and the seat was uh, definitely subpar. It it, it became uh, a challenge. You know, I was even a year in, maybe a little less than a year in, and a dealer was like, hey, uh, we noticed the seat on your bike. We want to gift you this new, beautiful touring seat. And I just said, you know, I don't want to uh, turn down a gift, and I'm, I'm very thankful uh, for yeah. the thought of it because that's a very serious, thoughtful gift. Uh, I said, but I got I to finish on this old saddle. Me and the saddle have had too many arguments.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <down> <laughs> Got to finish it on this saddle. So I just i stuck it out. I did it on that old two-by-four of a seat, and um, I'm glad I did.
0: Wow, mate. Yeah, and I bet there's a hell of a lot of veterans around around the Americas that are um, that are definitely, you know, thankful for what you did, mate. Because you, you you raised quite a lot of money doing it, mate, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I mean, to date, I think we're uh, a little over one point two million in cash and uh, gifts to veterans, and um, you know, we're not stopping. We're we're That's- just getting-
0: that's, that's phenomenal, mate. 1.2 million, that's, you know, again, a credit to you, mate, and well done, fantastic. And, you know, there's a lot of guys that have benefited from that, I would imagine. That's fantastic. Um, so let me move it on from the from the, the Harley sort of side of life. I know I say that with the next question, really. Um, I know, I remember also watching your, your sort of, what I perceived as your sort of lowest point when uh, you couldn't ride anymore because, you you know, you were injured and stuff like that. And at that point, Harley did what they did. Um, and you know was that the lowest point you'd been in the last sort of while the whole time you'd started doing the the channel and the the riding and stuff like because to me it seems you were like you know pretty bummed out mate and rightly so you know
1: yeah i mean it was definitely a low point i mean i had some low points in the beginning of this trip that were pretty tough before it started to you know take root um where i felt like maybe i was a failure you know um and, and i felt like uh i maybe wasn't doing my part or what I thought should be my part. Look some pretty low times in the beginning when, when you don't know if you're going to um, When Harley uh, cut my contract, um, it was a low time and it, and it hurt, but I knew that I was doing a good thing at that point. And I felt um, fulfilled in what my mission was and what I've already accomplished. And I felt confident in the ability to come, accomplish stuff in the future so uh it it was a it was a big blow because you know in this you know line of you know social media whatever you want to call it personalities yeah uh, nothing's guaranteed and you know things can go any way And, and I was in the process of just learning still at that point you know how all this worked we were kind of you know inventing a new path and uh you know and and you know I didn't know that it could be what it became. And in Harley dropping me, I just, you know, I felt very, um, disappointed. I felt like giving them a lot of value and I felt, I felt like I was, I was doing a good thing for them. I felt like doing a good thing for my riding culture and I felt like I was doing a good thing for my country. So when they pulled out, they, they, they definitely left me disappointed, but by no means was I broke.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, like I say, it, it was um you know it looked to to everybody that you know you were at a really really low point and you were getting all the messages from all your fans and and I thought that was fantastic. You know, what I mean, like you said, it was massive at that point. You know, you traveling all up and down the country, and you know, I think you said you were close to like uh, nearly half a million followers at the time. Where when you obviously were going across country and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and now we're at uh, like seven hundred and fifty thousand. So you know we we we've, we've grown since then, uh, we've grown, you know, basically 250,000 followers, uh, since they, since they did that, you know, that's a pretty large growth. Um, yeah. and, uh, I, I feel good about it, man. But, but yeah, it was a low point for me. It, it hurt because I just, you know, just because I'd given so much to them, you yeah. know what I mean? Given everything I had, um, I truly believed that we were we were aligned and, and, and headed in the right direction so it did hurt i'm not going to say it didn't and it was a low point and it left me very uncertain with my future um yeah. you know that's that's what happens right in life and you, you pick stuff up by your bootstraps and uh you either you either let it drag you down or or, or you get back
0: up and you keep moving absolutely mate. and I, let's be honest you bounce back with a vengeance and you know and more kudos to you mate you, most people would have just went ah oh, fuck this i ain't doing this no more see you later uh, you know i'm going to Call it a day and, and go, you know. But fair play to you, mate. You stuck, you stuck to your guns, and um, you know you're reaping the benefits now. Obviously, that you know your, your dream was sold only the the campground, uh, and um, how's that going? I'm guessing everything's going well. You've had the the stubborn American uh, rallies there, and uh, you know what, all the guys turning up for the for the home uh, bring it home rally and everything like the world record. Sorry, but yeah. So I guess you've been. Pretty busy, mate, at the campground. And obviously with the YouTube, it helps subsidize, you know, people coming into the ground and stuff like that, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a full circle. Uh, I absolutely love the campground. That's where we're sitting right now. I'm out here in my yeah. back. That's kind of my front yard back there. I don't know. <laughs>
0: it's, not a, it's not a bad view, mate, let's be honest.
1: It's not a bad spot to hang out and, uh, you know, and enjoy enjoy, you know, good people. With, with good uh, good intentions and and that's the beautiful thing about this place man we have never had any real issues um, you know we'll have 3,000 people packed in this campground and they'll leave come Monday morning there's not a stitch of gar- garbage underground that's you crazy. know founded by good solid people um, positive people who, who uh, all I think have the same kind of moral code so it's, it's been just a wonderful thing
0: yeah, yeah. So I, I must admit, I'll try and get down there one day. Man. I'd love to visit, obviously, you know, come down, but it's a hell of a long way for me to, to, to ride in a, on a sports star, that's for sure. So uh, I'll have a pretty sore ass, as we say. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so let, let me ask you about the Stubborn America, uh, Stubborn American, sorry, um, the rally. How did you come up with that idea and what was the reason behind it?
1: You know, um, it just kind of became a theme through my riding and through my struggles. You know, the thing with corporate, like you mentioned, uh, you know, the, the, the horrible divorce, the, you know, the cold weather being stubborn and just, you know, people would tell me all the time, man, Adam, it's snowing outside. You can't be around But highway. There's literally blizzard plow trucks on the road. And I'm like, I'm going like, I got a mission to do today and I'm going to do it. And, uh, you know, the, the, the whole theme of being stubborn has just kind of, been a a a theme and a reoccurring and it kept showing its face and and then when we you know attempted to break this world record for the largest parade of harley davidson's um it's a guinness book world record you know i failed three times you know and failing two times is one thing but then you tell yourself that third time that's the charm yeah and then third time comes and you fail (laughs) you you know you start to question am i going to keep doing this you know when do you quit and uh you know i decided to stay stubborn and keep pushing on, and sure enough, the fourth year, man, we broke that world record. So that's why it became the stubborn American party, and it's to it's to remind the rest of the world that if they ever come for our record, we've already got an alignment on a date and a weekend, the first weekend of October every year. Bikers are gathering here at the K River Campground, and should the need be to break another record, we will do it, and until then, we just party uh, pretty hard.
0: So you've already got a preemptive strike ready to go, just in case somebody comes in. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic but let's let's talk about the, the bring it home rally uh, world record sorry the was it the australians or the greeks that had it beforehand wasn't it? it was i think it was the greeks wasn't it? greece had it yeah yeah greece had it wow so it must have felt good mate like like you say bringing it home um to, to america and do you know what I, I remember watching it and i know a load of guys in the side chat they obviously went and they said it was absolutely amazing um and i remember the sort of iconic sort of picture with you with your flag behind you in front of the plane, mate, and it, all the bikes behind you, it was just unbelievable. It was just short of 4,000 bikes, Sam. is that right? Yeah,
1: 3,497 are what the final count was. Now, there's a lot more bikes <sighs> than that. That's what the final count was that we got awarded.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I know some of the guys in SideChat have got their, their patches, uh, their world record holder patches. So, <laughs> they're itching to come in and ask you, no doubt. <laughs>
1: it, was, it was brutal, brother. I mean, we had more bikes show up than we anticipated. Uh, the weather was twice as hot as we anticipated yeah. uh a lot of struggles with 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 an event of that size and and something that just took wildfire the way it did yeah. and the guys and girls that have those patches they they earned them you know they really did because it was it was not easy for anyone
0: well that, exactly and like you say you, it's what the fourth attempt and obviously you smashed it fourth at the fourth time but you don't realize that there was three Attempts beforehand, you know, and I, I, I'm guessing it was pretty close, but not obviously not close enough. But, um, for the first time, how much was the sort of the first, second, and third? How many was it close or not close? No,
1: um, I think the the record was 2,200 something, I believe. Yeah. Um, I think the first one we had like uh, 2,000, we were like 200 bikes short, and then the second one we had some really bad weather and we ended up with like 1,500. Oh, really? So, okay. Actually then we came back for the third attempt and i think we had enough riders we were very close if we didn't um but the logistics got us you know that's the hard part about the guinness book world records not only getting the people together but then getting them together and performing the ride within their guidelines yeah Uh, so i think we were very very close and i think logistics got us there and then the fourth time we came back and we crushed by by
0: smashed it Yeah, literally smashed it. You know, it it must take something to, to, you know, put something like that on me. Because like you said, the logistical side of life of it, the project managing side of life of it, and and putting everything together to make a successful event. And, you know, that was down to you and you were partnered up with, was it Parasali Davidson at the time? Yeah, and and those guys... did you did all the sponsors that you had at the time? Did they did they have their own little sort of uh, expert to help you out with you know the plan inside the life, or was it literally just you and, and Paris Harley Davidson that came up you know that made it work?
1: Yeah, uh, it was Paris Harley and and myself. We 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 did it together. My, I had sponsors come in and help financially with marketing budgets and things like that. Yeah. Um. But uh, as far as the the execution of it, it was uh, a lot of logistics through Paris Harley and and then myself and and together we we made it happen i that was my second attempt uh partnering with paris harley i attempted twice earlier with another dealership in florida so
0: yeah. um yeah wow and fair play mate it worked and you've got the record you know so i've seen you with the plaque if you get where is, is the plaque in the you know prime place on the campground
1: yeah, it's it's uh it is it is absolutely in a prime place in the campground yes yeah
0: good Brilliant. So let me uh, let's talk about Indian. Obviously, we were talking about you being down and, and you know at a low point before and whatever, have you getting dropped by Harley. But then all of a sudden you, you spring back with a vengeance and you know, Polaris and Indian, you're now sponsored by them, is that right?
1: That is correct. Sponsored by sponsored by Indian, yep.
0: Wow. And they give you a, a brand new challenger to play with.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's part of the deal. Um <laughs> Yeah, Indian, Indian is, is a cool bike. Uh, you know, our my sponsorship with them is nothing like my sponsorship was with Harley, though. No. I mean, just night and day, completely different. Uh, you know, when I was with Harley, I, I wasn't even allowed to put my leg over another bike. If if I was in a parking lot and tried out someone's seat, and they had a Honda, and I sat on their Honda, and someone took a picture of it, and it got to Harley, I'd lose my contract. Wow. They, they had me locked down, sewn up, um, and I loved Harley, and I still love Harley. Um, you know so i was okay with it but you know prior to taking that trip i owned a honda you know what i mean i owned multiple bikes um yeah. I'm, i've always liked multiple bikes but because i broke this world record on harley and everybody got to know me on harley um and and i had this relationship with harley kind of became harley davidson and then when i went to another brand you know it was like oh my god he just you know but what they didn't realize is you know the only reason i only rode harley was because i had to i've always loved multiple brands of motorcycles yeah uh, and uh indian is 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 my deal with indian is nothing like that uh indian and i work together and um it's basically they just want me to ride one of their bikes when i want and be honest with the audience about it they've got zero requirements for me for posting or zero requirements for me for content or or anything like that they just ask that i ride the bike and give a fair and honest review of it as much as i so choose and that um that is that is the type of relationship that i try to do with everybody now i don't i don't try any type of exclusivity type stuff if if i can keep from it
0: yeah i mean that's brilliant like you say about the night and day thing that is just like you say night and day and completely different to to harley and and indian it just shows the sort of the the mark of the man as it were you know it's the difference in oh no you can't do that or to you do what you want but just you know promote this for us and i think that shows a very good company you know
1: I I agree 100%. I mean, they're beautiful to work with. Their machines are beautiful. Um, it's, it's, it's a really nice, there's no pressure, man. They just, they just attract like it, keep doing it. You know what I mean? And if you, that's fine too. And, uh, you know i just happen to like it and it works out good so
0: it, it is an absolutely gorgeous looking bike and it just so happens to share uh, i'm a tank commander by trade so it just so happens to share the same name as my tank so i'm like Ooh. i'm out the army in a year and i'm like should i get one should i get one i'm like oh man you know because i'm like i was like you i was you know harley sort of mad and always wanted a harley davidson and thought that they were like you know a shiny fairy tale bike and all that sort of stuff because that's the, the ethos that they've gotten the sort of um the 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 word i'm looking for the thing that you know everybody thinks about harley whereas indian and polaris everybody forgets about that because they are still again american made and they produce some amazing bikes absolutely fantastic bikes so when i was looking at a potential bike to uh, 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 like i say i'm leaving in a year so i've got to gift myself a nice present um the wife will have something different to say about that but (laughs) um i think a challenger is for me, it's an absolutely gorgeous bike. It really is, um, and I know uh, one of the guys inside Saltley and Sprinkles. He's got one, um, you know, and he, he swears by it. He absolutely swears by it. And he says it's a fantastic bike, um, and you know, you do as well now.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, I, there are some things that that I think Indian will never be able. And this is just it. I can be honest and frank, you know, and 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 that's nice. Feeling. But there's some things that Indian will never. I can't say never because I don't know, but I don't feel would ever compete with Harley on. And that's going to be the soul and the culture. I don't think, I don't think Indian will ever have that type of cult following and that type of just complete soul and utter, uh, you know, uh, unity uh, behind it. Uh, But when it comes to performance and when it comes to comfort and when it comes to handling, I mean, it's just a superior machine. There's just no two ways about
0: it. I mean, they're just, not even close I mean you look at the what you've got there that the, the Challenger. and you look at the the Harley Davidson variant of what you get for a bog standard Challenger you have to pay extra for on the Harley you know no. it's just it, it's, it amazes me you know you're paying all this money like you were saying on your video uh, that came out this morning you pay all this money thousand, you know thirty thousand dollars plus for a bike then you've got to spend ten grand more updating the exhaust updating the seat blah 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 but with Indian you get that straight away you know you're paying for what you get
1: yeah i mean in a lot of cases i mean you still like to make it your own and, and modify but the, you know i've got i've got a harley davidson road gl- i've got several harley davidsons but my, i've got my two main touring bikes are a harley davidson road glide and an indian challenger those yeah. are my two i've got uh, uh about ten thousand dollars into the engine of my harley davidson um you know kit cams tuners exhaust you know uh high everything every single performance mod you can pretty much get and it still doesn't it still doesn't run i mean upgraded suspension i mean everything um and now the bike runs a whole lot faster than it did and it handles a hundred times better than it did um but you just cannot it just still doesn't handle as good as as the indian you know it doesn't
0: I think there was a again. You mentioned it on your video, and I think there's a there's a sort of a subculture of people thinking that Harley Davidson are ten, maybe 15, 20 years behind everybody else right now, and they're struggling to catch up. And I think with the recent bikes that they're bringing out, maybe that it smells a little bit of desperation, um, you know, to try and catch up with the, the rest of the the bikes. And you're, you're right, mate. They'll never that that culture that Harley Davidson have that built over a hundred years will never go away. They, you know, they'll always be the top of that, but. I think they need to have a, a seismic shift and to catch up with, with the likes of indian and, and and stuff like that you know so what do you think to that well
2: uh, yeah
1: i think you're i think you're 100 correct i think on the technology they they are a little bit behind um i mean certainly quite a ways behind indian um you know i think you know off the top of my head you know they need to go to just a, a typical mono shock type system on their touring bikes they yeah. don't need to be that old outdated dual shock rear end um, you know, they need to, uh, just upgrade their frame altogether. Their frame is not a very well, uh, I think they got a lot of upgrading to do there. And I think they got a lot of upgrading to do in their suspension, um, engine wise, you know, um, you know, all liquid cooled air, cooled debate. I don't know. You know, they have put out some good engines. Uh, you know, they put out that, that engine they had in the V-Rod was a phenomenal engine. Yeah. Um, but they put it in the wrong motorcycles and now you know they've got this new engine they're putting in that pan america again i think a phenomenal engine but again in the wrong motorcycles put that put that in something like a like a, a line of a sportster or a soft tail or something you know that guys can get up on and have fun yeah and still carry that kind of you know strong mask look that so many harleys do
0: yeah i agree Are we with, we have to talk about Pan America, we were discussing this last week on the show. Um, and you know, we were saying about uh, the when Obi Wan Kenobi and his mates went down to uh, you McGregor went down to South America on a live wire, you know, and obviously the Rise that had to follow with that. we think the guys and I think that you know they missed a, a trick big time with not doing that with the Pan America, you know, because the, the live wire is on let's be honest, mate, he has got 36,000 dollars to just go and spend on a live wire and then take a trip to south america nobody in the right mind is going to do that
1: right yeah yeah i think that you know i've never thought of that but i think you're spot on 100 that would have been a much better trip for their pan america i think they're going to struggle with the pan america either way i don't think i don't think there's anything they can really do to um to, to change whatever the destiny of that bike is going to be i don't i don't think that that's i don't think that is in their hands i think they could produce the number one performing adventure sport bike on the market and they would still be at the bottom end of the market share
3: I and yeah
1: i think it's, it's just because of again the same thing that has helped them for so many years is hurting them here and that's the culture yeah. you know yeah. spent time on these dual sports um those guys typically guys and girls typically do not um have very fond opinions of harley davidson's and harley davidson riders it's just a different culture. It's yeah, like that, right. you know, it's it's like trying to convince Harley riders that Honda's a better motorcycle. I don't care how great that Honda <laughs> is, we're never gonna convince these Harley Davidson boys that no. the Honda's I I don't care how great it is. Nope. The Same. It is. It is never gonna. It's never going to. In my opinion, it is never going to be uh, a, a bike that's gonna be socially accepted in that culture. What you're yeah. gonna have. opinion you have guys like me who are harley fans who are going to jump on the pan america because it's harley davidson we love harley davidson and we're going to show up to one or two or three of these events and we're going to realize nobody else likes that harley davidson and nobody else uh believes in that brand and that that i'm kind of the the ugly stepchild and both those guys and girls are going to trade in and get one of the popular brands BMW or a Honda or whatever it may be and now just took an existing customer there's that was loyal enough to buy a bike outside of their own market and turned them on to another market where they're now they just lost a couple
0: yeah and you mentioned it this morning on your video you know when it came out this morning you said you know they're going into a brand or a market that is already owned by the top two or three and, and trying to you know all right fine they've come down in price a little bit compared to the live wire it was like ridiculous and they've they've come in fair-ish uh, in the market but let's be honest it's not proven on in that side of life and it's not gonna no way on this earth is it gonna compare to the gs or the ktm or you know the other ones because they're, they're proven mate you know and they've done it for years and years and years
1: i think it's it's a tough it's a tough call to to, to compete with them i think that the pan america has some impressive stats and some impressive technology, um I think it's going to be not an issue of how well the bike performs. I think it's be an issue of will. I think. That-
0: yeah, sorry, mate. You were just breaking up a little bit there. We didn't hear what you said. <laughs>
1: I said uh, I. I think that the Pan America has some impressive technology, and I think it's got some great stats. I don't think it comes down to is the bike worthy. I think it comes down to uh will the uh, adventure market as a whole accept harley davidson and i think the answer is no
0: yeah it's like the ugly step kid i suppose in it yeah We're going to to break into a market like that's pretty tough but
1: there are okay i who ride harleys who will ride a honda and i'm one of them um but the vast majority of harley riders don't really uh the the suzuki are, are the, the, that by many not me but many people in that culture as the stepchild and i think harley's going to be the step
0: yeah i i I would, I would say yeah i mean like we said we were discussing it last week um let me ask you about you your, obviously your challenge it again we've seen you taking off though the the front the fairing and obviously putting those extended bars on and stuff like that and that looked like an absolute nightmare of a job
1: it really wasn't that bad man it really wasn't uh the, the, there was a very good instructional video on YouTube, and um, I, I mean, I'm no mechanic. I'm not a good mechanic. Um, I, You know, I can change the oil and do the basics. Um, you know, I can change the tire on the side of the road and stuff like yeah. that, but by no means am I uh, an electronic guy or anything like that. I was to video walk me through it, as long as you watch the video work
0: well, that's it. As long as you've got a good video, man, you can't really go wrong, I suppose. So, th- what's the difference? Is is it? Does it work? Is it a good difference or?
1: Um, I love it. Sorry, I was just waving at. Uh, that's all right, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I love it. Um, I love the posture of those T bars. I love how they get me up. They get my back straight. Um, they they. I like the way the bars hold. It reminds me of like a BMX bike as a kid. Um, I just think uh, as a whole, I'm really a f- fan of this T bar style handlebar and i've tried all the different apes i just think t bars are, are where i'm most comfortable i got a long torso you know i'm 6'2 and i'm i'm, I'm my, my torso's long so yeah. getting up and getting my shoulders up you know and sitting up straight is just so much better than than than
0: what i've found on a lot of the other bars yeah it does look it does look a hell of a lot more comfortable because like you said, beforehand you were sort of leaning forward-ish, and now you, you know you're yeah. up here straight level um yeah. so it's going to be it's going to be a hell of a ride when you uh have you been out on it since i have
1: yeah yeah i was today but unfortunately things just came up and i got i got sidetracked i had a dead battery on ashley's bike and we were trying oh, to go today and it just uh it just didn't pan out as sometimes things don't
0: yeah exactly mate so let me ask you obviously you know you do a lot for the veterans as we said before do you think uh you know the military and motorcycles go hand in hand i think it's you know a, a very much sort of brotherhood the same as you get in the military uh
1: without doubt man uh without doubt i think it's the same uh, standards and that's why you know you see so much like okay.
0: uh, you break you breaking up again mate? maybe just you keep you, your videos fine you just can't hear you.
1: <laughs> uh, I was just saying that you know I think I think that's why you see so much military in the biker community is because it's got very much the same energy the same morals the uh, yeah. same standards
0: yeah, I, I totally agree. And obviously being military myself, you know, the, the, like I know it comes hand in hand. The, most of the guys that uh, that I know ride a bike, you know, and the guys that I've uh, made friends with in Iraq and stuff like that, the American soldiers, all of the, the commonality of you know, chat that we would talk about was always bikes, you know, and it, it's massive. It's a massive culture. Let's be honest. That's where, you know, the, the MC world and stuff, that's where it originates from. So, you know, it, it definitely does, in my opinion, definitely yeah. does so let me ask you about scooter how's he doing i know you, he's been a little bit poorly recently so how's things yep. he's stable
1: man uh you know just old age i mean just old age you know he's on a lot of medication and you know it's just life is different for him you know you might have noticed you know a lot more campground and a lot more uh off-roading and jeeps and things like that in my videos and it's just because i'm still looking for things i can do with my little buddy yeah. um if the weather's not perfect he just doesn't want to saddle that bike anymore he used to love it didn't care Zero, zero degrees outside. He'd be stuffed down in my jacket. We'd be rolling. Um, but Spear's <laughs> older, and he's just he's not quite as patient as maybe he once was.
2: Yeah.
0: And he, he went across the states with your 14s. Like you said, he went the whole way, mate, of that ride, didn't he, every every single day?
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. He lived on the road with me for, uh, I mean, we spent five years living on the road.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. You see a lot of guys doing that nowadays. I mean, I see there's a guy around by, by where I live, and he's got a, a Labrador... On the back of this bike and I'm like mate, come on <laughs> you know what I mean get get a trike or something have a Labrador but not on the back of a uh, Electroglide or whatever it was but yeah big huge ginger thing on the back of a bike it's crazy crazy so what's next what's next for Adam Sandoval and what's, what have you got planned mate with a uh, anything big coming up or can you not tell us or or what uh, I
1: got some good stuff coming up I mean you know doing a lot of uh, rallies and events at the campground here at the K has been 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 nice to add to my uh, year because uh, I still get to be in the scene and a little bit of familiar, famili- to be a little familiar with your with your home, you know, to be home. Uh, you know, uh, so that's nice. You know, so we got, you know, like you said, a stubborn American. And, you know, I, I do Fourth of July here and I do, you know, some some events for like Easter and things like that, which I, I really like. Um, but uh, I'm going to be obviously at Sturgis this year. I'm doing, you know, I'm doing one thing that's really cool this year, uh, the end of October. I'm doing a, a, a thing called the High Seas Rally. And I don't know if you've ever heard of this. Nope. It is a motorcycle. The, the concept is a motorcycle rally on a cruise ship. And uh, they, they, it's a seven-day cruise all through. I think you end up in, like, the Dominican and the Bahamas. And um, it's everything that a rally would be. you got bike builders. you got uh, vendors. You've got everything you'd expect, biker games and, and different types of entertainment. But it's all on this cruise ship going from island to island and I guess it sells out every year I didn't I didn't know about this it that sounds up-
0: amazing money
1: <laughs> <laughs> It is, they got cash games and all this other stuff so I put together, they did a they did a thing where they said um you know where well, they came to me and they said hey listen if you will uh put together a group that would come on the ship with you for everybody that gets a cabin we'll give fifty dollars to their charity of choice if they do it under your name and we will, uh, give you, pay you $200. And I said, well, that's really awesome. Uh, nice. thank you. So much. I'm like, I'm sure I get some friends to come together this, but instead of me taking the $200, I said, can I just use it to buy, uh, rooms and tickets for veterans and just take a bunch of veterans for free on this trip? And he said, yeah, he's like, if that's what you want to do with your money, it's your money. I said, well, that's what I'm doing. So I haven't all the details yet. They'll be on my website, but anybody who wants to join me on this cruise, um, for everybody who joins, we're going to put two hundred dollars into a pot, and we're going to buy veterans free tickets to come out and uh, enjoy the high seas rally.
0: Mate, that's that sounds fantastic. And again, you know the veterans thing is is phenomenal, mate. I, again, I appreciate what you do for for the vets, mate. And that that sounds like an absolute, uh, really really cool place. And obviously, beer and cruise ships and bikes and stuff doesn't really mix. <laughs> I would imagine there's going to be a lot of sick bikers. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it just doesn't – I just never would have thought of it. It just seemed it seemed very odd to me when I first heard it. And then I started looking into it, checking out pictures of past years, and I was like, well, this is a damn party. Wow. And I'm like, awesome. And so now I'm super excited. So, you know, at first I didn't connect the two in my head, but now I'm just over to, over the moon with it. I can't wait.
0: Ashley's it's going to is she going, yeah? Yeah. Oh, that will be good, mate. I, I suppose it's going to be like, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean on steroids, but like you know, really bad <laughs> – uh, really good sorry really you know it sounds amazing it really does um so mate just obviously we mentioned at the beginning of the show um just to get some people on and ask you some questions i know you're you know sort of short of time and what have you mate so uh, i'll that's that's all i had to ask you mate and you know i have well i said that's all i had to ask. i've got a thousand questions for you but you know i want to get everybody else on mate. so if it's all right with you we'll get some guys in and they, they can ask you uh, you know whatever they, is it anything off limits you don't want to be asked about or are you cool no, with anything i'm an open book cool <laughs> i think we've seen the year your two Indians interviewed the other day. That was <laughs> that was an interesting interview, man. And fair play, mate. You were you were you know, a hundred percent. What's the word? Truthful.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, it's just come to that. I mean, I just I just don't. It, it's a, it's a delicate climate out there, yeah, um, especially on the internet. But at the end of the day, man, I just have to be honest. And when I think people are listening to my opinions and following them, um, I then I feel responsible and then and then sometimes i have to be honest even when i don't want to be
0: yeah uh, fair play mate you you know you were to the point and honest and, and truthful so uh, i think you got you know a lot of respect for that mate you know, there's a lot a lot, a lot a lot of people who speak their mind on the internet and you know especially the the sort of limelight that you've got mate and fair play so let's let's get some uh, let's get some guys in who want to ask you some questions so guys i have chucked the link in the side chat there so now's your time to come and ask Adam uh, anything you want Uh, So the link is right there. I will put it in again. So you guys can come in. Oh, Jimmy. Look at that. Boom. they are all coming. in. (laughs) All right. So uh, the first guy that we're going to get on is uh, Mr. Toby Northern. Let's uh, get him in. Toby. What's going on? How you doing, mate? Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on.
2: Stubborn American himself. What's going on? What's happening, brother?
0: So over to you, bud.
2: The uh, only question I had was, so I saw your map from watching your video um, of all the places you've been, and I noticed a little tick mark was missing up in the northeast. Did you ever get, did, was Plural Charlie Davidson around, the one up in Maine?
1: Yes, absolutely. Okay.
2: Yeah, we so that, went there on the, go ahead. That,
1: that map was very much um, not uh, by the highway, by the road, by the town. It was by the pass across the country. We went like this and then we went like this and then we went like this it wasn't uh, the actual mapped route
2: okay yeah plords is definitely not along any major route
1: <laughs> yeah yeah the, the map was a little uh, vague for sure
2: that's my only question for the moment Rock sure. and roll.
0: all right mate well uh, Look, I'll bring brother. oh say again
1: it was a pleasure to meet you Oh, you too
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, man, I'll uh, kick you out, mate, as it were, and then we'll get the next guy in, unless you want to hang around, so, It's I up to you. You're the host, up to you. All right, let's let's <laughs> let's have a party. Let's keep everyone in. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Mister, uh, Mister Deadnought, how are you? I'm doing great. Yourself? Very good, mate, very good. Uh, you've got a couple of questions for Adam?
4: Uh, I do, but uh, I want to start off first with, uh, yeah, the high seas rallies. I've had some friends do them years ago. Uh, they love them. Um, they had nothing to thing to say they just were never able to get tickets again because it sells out so fast yeah um but i myself uh s- still serving member for another 23 days and uh, then i retire after 31 years of service um heck yeah man. but uh, i'm up on the east coast of canada and uh w- we've been doing a i've been a volunteer charity of fundraiser event guy for years and we do a across canada event um our challenge is dealerships and things like that are so much further apart. Um, and because we just don't have the people up here like you have down there. Um, Indian does uh, come on board to help us out. They've actually given us uh, a motorcycle and shipped it to the East Coast for a veteran to ride to the West Coast 9,000 kilometers. So uh, um, Indian's been good to us there, and uh, we do appreciate that. Uh, so my question actually is, uh, how often uh, have you ever ridden in Canada, and when would you like to come up?
1: <laughs> uh, I have I have not technically ridden in Canada. I almost rode in Canada, um, but uh, I, I was able to turn around fast enough, so I was on my world record ride, actually, up in Maine, <laughs> and uh, I missed the last exit in America, and I went straight to the customs, and... <laughs> I was trying to break the Guinness book world record for the most miles in a single trip in in a single trip in a single country. And if I would have left over that border to Canada, it would have stopped clocking my mind. I was in full panic mode and I had nowhere to turn around. So I turned around in a, uh, in a, in a road and said, do not enter. And I just, I was in the middle of customs. I'm like, dude, if I cross this border, I'm done. So I just took a left and went down it anyhow. And, uh, they ended up, it ended up being okay. They, they yelled at me and I got in a little bit of trouble, but nothing serious. And, uh, I got back, so that's the closest I've ever come to riding in Canada, (laughs) Uh, but I I would absolutely love to run, run Canada, man. Y'all have, I've, I've seen the videos, I've seen the pictures. Uh, it's definitely on my list.
4: Yeah. We do an event every August called the rolling barrage. We go coast to coast as a rally takes about 21 days. And, uh, and it starts on the East coast, goes to the West coast and people can jump on, jump off and go all the way across. Um. Yeah, and you can hit places like the Cabot Trail in Cape Breton, which is uh, basically a big island where you got a loop around it. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I definitely have to uh, find a way to get you up here to do some Canadian rides.
1: Heck, yeah, man. I am down to ride Canada, no doubt about it. Well,
0: you've uh, got what? somewhere to stay in Alberta, Adam. I'll put you up, mate, no problem. And I'm only 20 minutes on the Rockies, not, mate. So
4: I'm on the East Coast, so. All right. We're well, like building the trip <laughs> quick. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so really, yeah. Uh, if you haven't ridden in Canada, well, you're missing a big chunk of it. Um, do you follow any of the other uh, uh, charity event riders like Ricky Rackman, who does like uh, Ricky's Ride? He he did one for Stop Soldier Suicide a few years ago.
1: Yeah, I've done a few videos with Ricky. Uh, Ricky's a good dude, man. I really like him. Old MTV star. Um, yeah, I follow a few people.
4: Yeah, I'm trying to get him up here too. <laughs>
1: yeah, good dude, man. You talk yeah.
4: to me, hey. <laughs> sounds good that's all i got uh, scouting that's all right
0: man thank you very much mate i appreciate that uh all right let's get another guest on who uh, who's been itching to ask you a few questions mate one of your world record uh, guys who attended the rally mate or oh, sorry the world record is uh, the beard the guy with the best beard on the planet <laughs> what's
5: going on adam what's happening brother How you doing? i'm doing good man i had to pop on and uh, say hi uh, i had a couple other opportunities to meet you and it didn't pan out i was up in uh Tremont and Harley, when you gave away the trike to the disabled vet and uh, everybody and their brother was trying to talk to you and I tried to get over to talk to you and then you were grabbing lunch and I didn't want to bother you. So didn't get to talk to you there. And then, you know, obviously down at the world record ride, a lot going on and uh, we were at the K River for the party at at night, but we had to be up early the next day to head back to Jersey. And so I didn't get to talk to you there. So I just wanted to get on and say, what's up. Um, Couple, couple easy questions, I guess. Um, One, you know, obviously, you've done so much already like you said earlier you know uh east coast to west coast umpteen times north to south been to all the rallies raised tons of money giving away bikes um what is, what do you see right now is this kind of the vision for your channel are you gonna just continue to do charity stuff or is there something something new you're trying to do with your channel
1: yeah great question uh you know i think yes i'll always be doing charity on my channel i think the, the- Difficult part with charity, and this is something I, I kind of learned over the years, and it's kind of the hard way. Is although people care about charity, they don't want it in their face 24/7. So I went through stints where every video was about the military and was about veterans and about veterans charity, and I watched the viewership start to decline. So I learned real quick that what people want to see is great rope. They want to see uh, great places to go. They want to see things like this. So what I do now, and then that makes the viewership go up, but just because they want to see that stuff doesn't mean they don't care about charity. So once right. I get viewers in, then I mention, hey, while everybody's watching, guess what? Let's do something for veterans. Or, hey, while everybody's watching, let's not forget our veterans need attention. And, and I use that to try to make the message more impactful. Yeah. Uh, as far as my channel, you know, my, my channel is in a transition phase. There's no two ways about it. Um, motorcycles will always be a major part of my channel. But my channel has become and is becoming slowly more of a lifestyle, more of a chasing your dreams, more of doing the things you enjoy and finding ways to do good with that. So it'll always be about doing good for charity. I'm, I'm working on some really clever ways to do some stuff with Jeeps to help veterans, um, you know, the stuff here at the campground, you know, I may be just doing a video, you know, playing with my animals. But at the end of the day, I try to remind everybody that, Hey, this is free for veterans. Then come here and do the same thing. So, uh, keeping that veteran cause and keeping that veteran motivation is very important to me. Um, but I've learned to be successful at it. You have to know, uh, when to make it the forefront and when to just kind of build and ramp and get the attention.
5: Right. That's awesome. Um, also, are you still into um, the long distance rides? I know you were beat up with the shoulders and stuff. Is this something you still like to do or are you kind of past you know putting those huge miles down?
1: No, I still like the long distance rides I still Mexico <laughs> that, was yeah, that, was- uh, that was a good run. I, you know uh, you know but then again there I trailered to to, to California to ride Mexico oh. because I want deep stuff between here and there. so it's not that I'm against or, or trying to phase out of long-distance riding. It's just, you know, when you go, you know, 2,000 miles west across the country um, and you've got multiple things you want to do over there, you try to figure out a way to be able to do them all, right? Okay. So I wanted, I wanted to be able to ride off-road. I wanted to be able to ride Mexico. I've already ridden from here to California 10 times. So doing that long-distance ride down Highway 10 or, or down Interstate 10 or down 40 or you know a lot of these rides that I've done a bunch yeah i don't I, sometimes the, the excitement of of riding those roads again isn't isn't as big as maybe it would have been the first or second or third time um if i can if i have time to stop in and hit different cities and hit different towns and see different things and ride with different people then that changes it a little bit but in in all honesty uh right now i'm looking for new long distance rides i'm looking to do other countries I'm looking to do, you know, a lot of South America this year and next year. I'm looking to do Canada, hopefully soon. Um, I've been talking to some people in Australia. So I'm I'm looking to do more outside of the country and not just in, in America because um, i I just done a lot of the rides here so many times and, and you can only you can only create make creative videos yeah. showing the Blue Ridge Parkway so many times until yeah. you show the entire blue ridge parkway um and and create videos is obviously a big part of what fuels uh not only my charity but my campground and 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 my own life so um you know making content important
5: speaking of the blue ridge parkway any plans to get back to the east coast anytime soon
1: you know i'm a fall east coast guy i love east coast in the fall so chances are this fall i will be up on the east coast uh just because i wasn't last fall
5: Awesome. Well, listen, I don't want to take up all your time. Uh, Thanks so much for all the stuff you do for the veterans. I'm an, I'm an army brat. My dad was in the army. So um, I really appreciate everything you do. And also I think that's something I have in common with you. I I don't ever say it on our baggers and brews videos, but not serving is probably one of my biggest regrets too. So I I got that in common with you. So thank you for everything you do.
1: Hey brother. All we can do is serve those who served and uh, make peace with you,
5: brother. Yep hey stevie thanks, man Bert. thanks for put, thanks for putting on a great show man i'm going to bounce out and let you guys get on to some other people
0: nobody's buddy thanks for coming in mate cheers i'll speak to you later. later see you Bye. pal all right so that was a uh, Bear from uh, baggers and brews obviously the beard i'll get uh mr rev bomb in from the uk
3: bomb.
6: Hi um hi you guys um just a quick question from adam obviously you do a lot for the vets and everything um do you ever have days where you just think effort um I've had enough. What gives you the inspiration just to pick yourself up, get it back on your feet, and just drive a little bit harder? Yeah, I
1: mean, I've had days where I've said "eff it" to uh, riding conditions. You know, when you're when you're five days straight riding in rain, um, and you're you're putting on wet clothes in the morning just to ride rain again, and you know you're going to be in rain all day, um, or or the cold. Uh, you know, riding you know ten degree weather for four hundred miles and you know, middle of that, you start to have regret and, and, and to say, you know what, what am I doing? Uh, but as far as the veterans charity, no. Um, I think the hardest part for the veterans charity that I have, the, the only struggle I've had when it comes to charity is probably finding a way to balance uh, being okay with making a life and a future for myself and still doing charity work. It's almost like uh, I feel sometimes... Uh, you know, and this is just kind of some raw, raw stuff. You know, but sometimes it feels like because I've done and dedicated so much time to charity that people don't think I have a right to uh, try to do something for myself or to create a family for myself. Hmm. And sometimes that gets frustrating. Uh, you know, people be like, "Oh, you got a new motorcycle? How many, how many veterans could have you fed with that new motorcycle?" And it's like, "Well, come on, man. I mean, that's true." uh but at some point if you don't take care of yourself you can't take care of anyone else and um, you know i want to have a future and i still want to take care of the people i love in my life and um you know so that that i would say is probably the biggest struggle i've ever had with charity is just uh people not understanding that just because i do a lot of charity doesn't mean i'm not entitled to my own life and um and the fact is the more success i have the more charity i do you know, this campground yeah, has yeah. done really two years. We were able to build another cabin for veterans to stay in for free, you know. And so I know in my heart that the more I grow, the more I'm going to give. But sometimes people don't see that.
0: That's fine. Yeah, so I mean, I'm up
6: to you. And thank you very much for the question. Much appreciated.
0: Cheers, mate. See you later. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, I got uh, There we go. Yeah, I, I must admit, you, you must take some flack, mate. And I mean, i seen you taking a little bit of flack this morning on, on your, your your new video you know from the diehard hard uh harley, harley geezers uh, across the planet but yeah you must take some amount of flack and i don't know why i honestly don't know why it makes that's just that's just social media i suppose
4: yeah
1: man i mean it's keyboards it's internet it's personalities um and i do I, I, it usually doesn't get me down yeah. you know the the only thing that you know people say all kinds of nasty stuff i think the only thing that gets me is when I feel like I've given a really good year to to helping people, and then someone tells me I didn't give enough.
0: Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's not one. It is, yeah. Uh, it's there's so many people out there who are just uh, what's the best way to put it? assholes. I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right, moving on. We'll get the uh, the first lady on the show tonight. Uh, it's Robin, the lady biker. How you doing?
3: Hey guys.
0: Hi. How you
2: doing, Adam?
1: Hey,
0: Robin.
2: Uh, okay, question I have is about K-River. Actually, I have two, and they go together. One is, what is the part about running the campground that just feeds your heart and your soul? And then the other part of it was, what was the most challenging thing to getting it set up?
1: Um, so I think the campground is a good fit for me because living on the road for those five years, I was with new people every day. And I was in new towns every day, and you know, and much different than just living on the road for five years. Oh, I'm gonna stay in this town for a month and work a little job, get up a little money, go to that town. You know, when you're moving every single day, you are with you know hundreds of people every single day uh, that are new. And I think that's what really drew me to the campground um, was the fact that I would have new people, and and I'd still have that kind of spontaneity and that 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 energy. The thought of just going back and staying in one city uh was hard for me to, to comprehend. Uh, I think what really makes my heart tick with it is the veterans, putting veterans up. I mean, it's just yeah. nothing that's more gratifying. I really uh, just, it, it was a dream I had to, to do something like this because I always thought, how could I give back after I'm done riding every day for charity? How could I still give back every day? And this is a way that I found to do that. Um, so that that really satisfies my, my soul that way and, and together. <laughs> The hardest part for me um, is probably, um, man. It, it just it hasn't been. I mean, it's a lot of work, but it hasn't been hard. It's just been it's been fun and it's been exciting, you know. Um,
3: yeah.
1: It, it, you know, I, I I've got such a great team, and they, they carry me. I mean, carry me so much. I, I could do a whole episode just on how they carry me. Um, I, I could never do it without them. Um, but. The difficult part. I don't. I don't know. That's that's a tough question. I don't. I don't have a good answer for you. I just. I really am happy. Fair with, enough. I'm happy with it all the way around. I really am. You know, you go to a, you go to a hotel and five people pack in a in a six foot elevator, and nobody talks to each other. Yeah. And you each up, get out at your aisle and you your, you go to your room and you unlock your door and you wonder if they're watching you walk in your door and you walk in your door and that's the end of it. <laughs> at a campground, everybody you pass, hello, where are you from? What are you doing? What What's mm-hmm. It's more of an, an interaction. I just, I just love it.
4: Yeah,
2: I know. That's we're contemplating doing something on a very small scale here in California, is, and focusing it towards uh, moto campers. You know, people are just on the road, and for just that reason. And so, I was, it was curious to find out what major roadblocks or uh, challenges you run up against.
1: You know, I think licensing. You know, things like that. Uh, yeah. Probably you'll have more of that than I have here. If I had to guess, Uh, you know, things are pretty laid back in the hills of Oklahoma. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You know, but uh, you know, I think you know the government aspect of it, but that's an anything, and um, you know, staffing I could see being a big hurdle. Uh, I am just very blessed. I've got a lot of people who have followed me online and who believe in what we do here, and they've seen it now firsthand, so they're committed. Um, cool. you know, they've seen the change happen in veterans. They've seen um the good and and the things that come out of this, and so they're they're committed. So I've just got a very loyal, committed staff, and if I didn't have them, that would more than likely be my number one challenge. I
6: could see that.
0: it's always good well, to have thank- a good team around you. Oh
2: yeah. yeah. You well, thank you. I appreciate
0: it. Thank you, Robin. Well, thanks, Robin. Take it easy. Thanks for coming on. And, uh, thanks for watching the show. Speak to you later. <laughs> bye bye. So, next up uh, for you, mate, is uh, Larry, and I think he's all the way in uh, California.
7: Oh, yeah. yes, how, are you? I, I'm, how you doing, Adam, Scouse? Hey, mate, all right? I'm just hanging out. Uh, just when, I don't really have a question other than I just wanted to say thank you to Adam for everything you do for our military. Uh, I've picked you up a few years ago. I didn't ride a bike for 35 years. You are when I picked up your channel and I, you were here in Southern California at the time, uh, when you're giving away bikes and stuff. Uh, but I was binge watching your scoot in America at the time. And at the end of every single 12 minute video, you had your line, you know, uh, life is short by the damn motorcycle. Come hey man. man. So I got off my ass and bought the damn motorcycle. Uh, uh, but I didn't get a chance. I wanted to go to, uh, bring it home, but I hadn't been riding that long. That was a long trip. Didn't do it, but I did get one trip from here to San Antonio to visit my, my son and grandkids. I had a blast. Thank you because that was right. You know, this COVID stuff and, family and everything and i just said you know what i don't know if, if i can even make this ride because i've never done a ride like this but i'm going to do it anyway man
1: uh, and, i can't uh, hear stories like that man that is that is fuel for me and th- those are the stories i love to hear man so congratulations on staying stubborn following you know what you felt you need to do and, and seeing it through man that is that is too awesome And as far as coming here for the for the bring it home and stuff man hey sometimes things don't work out but we are here every october so maybe we'll see you one of these octobers you can make the ride
7: i'd, I'd love to come up there with my my son and, and uh daughter-in-law uh of course they can stay in the veteran section i can't um, well uh, but <laughs> me
1: barry <laughs> uh, i can't either so <laughs> we're in the same room. Uh, yeah
7: you know my my son he's my hero uh you know, and I, I love him to death. You know, I spent two weeks down there in San Antonio with my grandkids, and I got to ride with my son for the first time. Got to ride with my daughter-in-law for the first time. Uh, and it was just awesome. I just had a, I had a great time. And and if for years, I wanted to get back on the bike. I wanted to get back on the bike. And I found you because I made up my mind to get back on the bike, and I went on YouTube, never did YouTube before, Facebook any of that stuff looking for uh, instructions on you know just to refresh my memory because I knew I was in the market for the bike and that's when I found your videos I uh, started seeing Sturgis videos and then I found scoot in America uh, you have such a big heart what you do not just f- in your community I see what you do with your community and, and people in general uh, my hats off to you and uh, you don't have to be uh and your your career crew proves that you don't have to be blood to be family that's right baby. if you got a big family you got a great family too okay you. you got thank a great you. big heart uh, well, that's thanks, all. Larry.
0: thanks very much mate and uh, thank you for coming on I'm obviously asking adam the questions cheers pal i'll speak to you soon
7: all right take it easy guys
0: right, cheers buddy adam uh have you got time for five more five more questions is that good for I you
1: uh, see if I can shake someone down here. i got to get this phone plugged in. It might die on me, but let's let's rattle
0: them off. All right, mate. All right. So next up, we got a man from Scotland. Hopefully, he will be, un- be able to understand what the hell he's saying. Not many people can. Um, <laughs> let's get him on anyway. Zed, Ed, how are you doing?
3: Not bad, uh, brother. How are you doing? Good, mate. Good. You got a question for Adam? Yes, I do. Adam, uh, where I stay is just outside Glasgow in Scotland. We have a very, very big uh, organization called Erskine Hospital. I know the military biker uh, has attachments to it uh, with a comrade that is currently in there. Um, it's a big charity organization. And my question to you is, um, and I, I don't want it to be political, but it's like, uh, do you not think our government should be doing more for the ex-servicemen than they are just now?
1: Um, I mean, the answer is yes. I mean, I, I'm I'm also not a very... You know political person but I don't think that's political I think that's just uh, that's just good common sense I think that our veterans do need a lot more you know I mean we're we're losing veterans out there every day these these men and women are dealing with wounds that you can't always see and you can't always identify you know it's not a limp going into a store and I think that um, we owe these men and women a, a debt and uh, letting them be in a mental state or uh, in that gray area you know I like to say it's the gray area of if, if they're in a negative situation and there's uh bad things happening and there's need for action they are they are they are autopilot and they can make it happen yeah. and you get in the good area the white where it's just real real uh you know everything's happy and lovey and everything's going real great uh they're they're fine they can deal with that but when it's in between it's that gray area when there's nothing exciting happening on positive or negative that a lot of them start to uh, fight their own demons from what I've seen yeah. and I yeah. think it's and our government gives as much as we possibly, I think we, I don't think we could give enough.
3: To no, you, no. I don't think we could give enough. That's, not, that's very, very true. It's very, very true. Uh, Steve, is it okay if I just ask one more question that's like, uh, Absolutely, mate. Go on. R- Relevant to him as well. It's like, Adam, Harley-Davidson announced its first chief electric vehicle officer. What's your thoughts on that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, I guess I don't know enough about it to, to give a to give an educated opinion. I would have to maybe learn a little bit more of what that even really means. Um
0: uh I don't think they know what it means. <laughs> no.
3: <laughs>
1: it's hard to I don't I don't know what it means, but I, I will say that I do think electric's a good thing and I think it's uh definitely has its place for the future. Um I think that our youth, a lot of them, are learning to ride on electric bikes and when they turn twenty I think they're gonna find probably some comfort in that and it's going to be a growing market um but i you know i think it's it's got a long ways to go before it's mainstream for sure
3: brilliant fantastic ed? listen Happy. thank you very much for everything that you're doing adam i really appreciate uh you coming on as well stevie fantastic uh, live stream buddy cheers Paul. appreciate you. all right man thanks ed see you later thank, thank you cheers go
0: on. Go on. That, get that bookie and iron brew down you uh next up is a guy that you actually know a guy that you've filmed with before uh mr full throttle hog
8: what's
3: up
8: (laughs) what's happening adam
1: good brother how you doing
8: good good hey um just real quick just uh, you know this is more of a plug than a question for you uh, on some things i i mean i ever since you know filming with you and working you know out there in the desert uh that people don't really understand about you you are Truly, probably one of the busiest guys that I have ever met, um, and I think it's important. There's a lot of people on here that are uh, either vloggers or moto vloggers or into that thing. And what impressed me the most, one, is you are the same person off camera that you are. I get that question probably more than anything. More DMs came in from our experiences what you were really like, and it was really cool because you are the same same guy, you know, even off camera, and it was just. It was just us chilling around the campfire. You could have easily said, hey, I'm just going to be me. And uh, you were you. And it's the same kind of person. But what impressed me the most and is that you make so much time for your fan base and your followers. You were up at the campfire, restoking the fire in the morning, up one the the, probably the last person to go to bed and just kind of explain to everybody the importance of just keeping up with that fan base and, and how you have managed to do that because it's commendable and you really you know that's yeah. uh, that's kudos to you man
1: wow uh thank you for the compliment I, I i i'm humbled uh i i you know i try to be i try to be as just real as i can on camera and off camera and and let it be what it is and those who like me like me and those who don't don't um and uh, you know, I think it's important to to take care take care of your audience, man. I mean, these people are taking time the other day to to listen to what I have to say and and to watch my adventures. And um, you know, I think the least I can do is is always find time to to give back to them. So uh, thank you for noticing it, and thank you for for sharing the word. And um, you know, thank you thank you for sharing the kind words to to the people that ask. That's that's great.
8: Yeah, absolutely. So I will catch you soon out at the K River, uh, Stevie. Great uh, live stream.
0: Thanks, Paul. Speak to you soon. Take it All easy, right. bud. See okay. you, mate. Well, A right, uh, couple more guy. He's a good bloke. He is a good bloke. Uh, yeah. Full throttle <laughs> You're top man. All right. Uh, another guy from UK, if that's okay, mate. A guy called Adamoto. Ad, how you doing? How's it going, guys? How are we doing? It's good, mate. I believe uh, Adam's one of your favorite channels, mate, to watch.
6: Most definitely, most definitely. I just want to say, yeah, big nice, nice work for nice effort with all your work that you're doing, mate. Uh, absolute you, props to you, sir. Um. Yeah, so my question would be so obviously, being in the UK, massively always looked forward to coming to the US to ride. Where would you say would be like a number one go? Like, if you could go to you could say to one person, you've got to go and ride this road in this area in the US, where would it be? Oh man, well, you know, from what I've
1: seen, riding up there, so. You know, my initial goal would be, you know, Northwest. Uh, you know, the Northwest to me is is probably the most beautiful uh riding in America. Uh, but that's probably very similar to what a lot of Canada's like. So, um, you know, if you're looking for diversity, you know, maybe uh Utah, Moab, the Red Rock area, that's a very unique, uh beautiful yeah. riding area that has a very strong motorcycle culture. If you had to pick one state, I would probably say Arizona. Uh just yeah. because got the diversity uh you've got deserts you've got mountains you've got forests you've got the grand canyon uh there's just a lot there to see um spend months just riding arizona and and you know the the diversity there is just beautiful
6: yeah pretty pretty sold on that that sounds amazing Uh, i have (laughs) to actually say after watching like i've been i've passed my bike test and i'm a bike for just turned a year now and the, one of the big things that for me when I did it was I was watching one of your older videos. And it's like, just stop wasting your time. Just go out and buy the damn bike. And I was like, you know, what? I put it off for years and years and years, and I went out and did it. And I was like, so props to you, sir. That gave me the push I need. <laughs> and glad to hear that. That that makes my day to hear stuff like that. So thank you.
0: Brilliant. Good work.
6: Uh, good work tonight, Scouts. Top man. Thanks, Dive in because I'm having troubles and I'm having to do this on my phone so I'll let somebody else <laughs> dive, but...
0: all right mate no worries pay, you, pay your bill Your tight ass <laughs> <laughs> see you later bud take it easy so uh, Toby has got a quick another question for you mate if that's okay quickly Toby you're on mute bud
2: yep. there you go <laughs> thanks for having me back again patience <laughs> So two questions. One is also kind of a plug. Um, I was watching, and really, really uh, thanking you and respecting you for doing the uh, the the uh, dis- disabled uh, uh, veterans cabin. Did you is that a, is that finished yet?
1: Man, it is like we were just doing the landscaping this morning. Um, it is it is right there. I, I'm going to say next week. I I could probably crack, <laughs> it again, but I just want to. I just want I got a couple more pictures I want to hang and just some very minor stuff. But uh, I think next week it's going to crack.
2: I, was, I saw that the, I was watching the one that you did for that, and that one video that you had some frustrations, I'll just call them that, for uh, some stuff that kind of didn't go exactly as planned. So I, yeah. um, thanks for doing that disabled veterans cabin. I got some many friends who are uh, disabled and that hopefully they'll be able to take incredible advantage of that. Uh, yep. The second question I have is kind of a question and a plug. So the question is, have you heard about the world record poker run? And uh, I, number two would be any chances or plans of you going on it.
1: I have. <laughs> um, I don't think I'll be attending, but I, I have I have indeed heard about it.
2: All right. Well, anybody that comes across there, it's biking, please do spread the word. And we'd love to see you there and see anybody there.
1: Yeah, I any I, of the I, leftover
2: I, benefits I, and charity now.org
1: absolutely Matt? you're part of
2: that. yes yeah part of the crew there but we're uh, the uh, the uh, the anything coming up above the cost which they already passed that is going to go to a, a charity called biker org.
1: oh they decided to go with biker down i know there were some negotiations going on about where the money was going to go and that that was kind of what got me uh, yeah you know got me kind of out of it a little bit because i heard of some of the you know the discussions but um biker down is a great organization and that's a that's a great organization to support so uh good good for
2: y'all for coming to that decision
0: all right man toby is that you bud thank you no appreciate worries. Steve, thank, you. thank
2: you for this and i appreciate thank you me. taking the questions yes sir absolutely all right
0: man. thanks buddy see you later uh all right let's get one one more inmate one last guy in, and then then we'll uh close it down if that's okay with you
9: yeah sounds good hey how you doing adam <laughs> how's it going brother not bad. See, I'm sporting the same flag as this knob. We actually <laughs> met on YouTube, MotoVlogging, and it turns out we only live three blocks apart. <laughs> About that. after-
0: yeah, but it's well, all good. Three. It's all good because as soon as I find out we only live three blocks apart, I'm actually moving.
9: Yeah, prick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
9: so, actually, Adam, just quickly, I, I found you because I, I have an interest in electric bikes, and I don't know if you know, Canada made a, a, quite a whizzy new electric bike that stomped the world but I saw your video, uh, of the, uh, I think you did the, uh, or brain fart, uh, with zero. Yeah. So you still have that bike. I do not really nope. Okay. Did you did? What did you think?
1: Um, I think they're incredibly impressive pieces of machinery. Um, I think the performance is absolutely insane. Um, I think that the balance is, is really well. Um, I think electric is indeed the future. Um, I, I mean, I know a lot of guys don't want to hear that, but i got to be honest. I think it is the future, um, and uh, I think it's got a ways to go. I think the range becomes an yeah. issue um, for, sure. you know, for a round town or a short distance commuter or just a
9: play toy. I just it's amazing. So, on the one where you and your buddy built it, I think you're actually still hurt then. Um, you built it in your garage there, and he came back, and, and his arm was all ratcheted. Did he? Did he crash it out back there? Did he? Yeah. <laughs> I thought so. Yeah. I
1: actually have it on video. But you know, I, I got I got this thing where I don't um I try not to make people look bad. <laughs> so if you're embarrassed, I just or if I think you're gonna be embarrassed, I just
9: don't put it there. Right. Oh. Uh, you know. He didn't then hurt himself too bad by the looks uh, of it. But, I think yeah.
1: maybe his ego a little bit more, his pride a little bit, you know, uh yeah. bike out of the box. And he's the first rider and and he loops it on the, you know, I told him to take that out of, out of e com and put it in sport mode. And, and that's what did it. Yeah. Yeah.
9: (laughs) So yeah, that was pretty cool. And I, I didn't click right away. you know, I'm, there's a million channels out there and I've only been doing the motovlogging thing for a year. So, um, you know, you're finding more and more guys like yourself that put out really good content. And so that was the first thing I ever saw of yours and, uh, when I was researching to do my video for the Damon Electric, made in Canada, here. So, uh, yeah. But thanks for that. So you kind of, I kind of took uh, your video, and it inspired me to build my video to on the Damon. So thanks. How it's <laughs> yeah, supposed to work, man. That, you know, I just love how much
1: the cycle, YouTubing, uh, social media community has grown. Uh, just so many more guys doing it. So many cool channels. Um, you know, even you know, even doing the the live feeds like we're doing right now. I mean, just so much more content around this uh yeah. and i just
9: i think all of it's good so yeah uh, so that's all i had it was nice to meet you adam thanks for waiting for me here <laughs> Yeah,
0: all but, right paul i'll see you yeah. soon yep take care see you mate thank you all right, mate. Well, listen, I, I personally just want to say thank you for uh, your, you know the time that you give to to come on, on the show, mate. And um, it, it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. And you know we've been talking for a while and trying to organise it, and I'm I'm glad that it's you know it's finally come off, mate. And I, I want to thank you personally for everything that you do uh, for veterans and obviously coming on the show, mate. I, I can't thank you enough. I really can't. And hopefully one day uh, I'll be able to ride my sports down to. Uh, down to Oklahoma and, and come visit you at the K uh, the K River Campground and we can have a, a pint or you know a beer and we can have a chat mate and meet in person.
1: I would absolutely love that. And listen, man, you can absolutely make this trip on your on your on your Sportster. You just got to stay stubborn, man. It's gonna yeah, have exactly, hard, but you can definitely do it.
0: <laughs> well, I'll be getting a challenge here anyway, so it's all good. There you go. <laughs> well, now listen, man. In- the- yeah, they are a badass bike. They are indeed. Well, mate, again, thank you very much for your time. Hope you uh, have a wonderful remainder of your weekend. And uh, hopefully we bump into each other in the future, mate. I appreciate it.
1: I would look forward to that. Thank you so
0: much for your time, sir. All right, bro. Thank you. Take it easy, bud. All, right. All right, bye. See you, man. Bye, mate. Bye. So there you go, guys, Uh, Mr. Adam Sandoval, uh, an absolute legend, the king of the motor vloggers, world record holder, uh, an all-round good guy. So I just want to say thank you all uh, that have been watching throughout the whole uh, live stream so far. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Before you go, just give it a, a quick thumbs up if you wouldn't mind. Uh, helps the channel or helps the video grow and if you wouldn't mind sharing it around the world then please do so um help my channel grow and whatever but i i'm not i'm not all about me 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 as you've just seen so that's it guys I want to say thank you again to adam uh it's been brilliant to have him on uh, open book as he said and you know i'm glad you guys got to come on uh, and ask him some questions so uh hopefully I haven't had time to obviously say thank you to everybody I've seen in the in the side chat but i do appreciate it to everybody that's coming in and out uh, i've seen people sit coming and going and so forth so um again thanks guys appreciate it uh and uh, yeah that's me I uh, hope you enjoyed it and i'll uh, i'll see you in the next one hopefully uh, in a couple of weeks all right take it easy have a wonderful weekend and remember you'll never walk alone